So, here we go. We're here at the Sylvester Room in Palmer Village, the building of dreams, uh, with Miriam Razou, um, executive director, and Linnell Jones McKinney, program director. Uh, we're here to let you know that we're doing great things in the city of Flint. Not only are we doing great things in the city of Flint, we're helping the community bounce back from crisis after crisis after crisis. And we're giving our children an opportunity to dream. That's why we're here. We're, we're called the building of dreams. But let me tell you something. Everyone that comes in this space, they feel the energy. They feel the excitement. They see the purpose. And they see the dream being realized. So we have Miss Miriam here, Miriam Razou, who is the visionary of this great space, this great place. But we want the world to know that we're moving forward. We're breaking ground for our sports complex really soon. And we're going to uh, introduce to some and present to others here, Miss Miriam Razou. Well, thank you, Coach. As always, that's such a wonderful introduction. I, I forget who you're talking about. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's me. That's me. Yes. Um, you know, Coach, you you always pull out the best in people and motivate people and talk to others. But I think it's important for people to understand who you are. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And what motivated you. Yes. Yes. And what caused you to dream. Right. But not right. just dream. Dream. Dream big. big. Yes. So let's flip the script here and let's interview you. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. So how am I going to do it? It's going to be a little bit different. I'm going to have okay. key words. Okay. And then I want you to tell a story about it. Wow. And why these key phrases are so important to you. Okay. I'm going to leave the best for last, which okay. is dream big. Dream big. <laughs> yes. But I want to start at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I know, it's 30 minutes show. Don't worry, guys. Yes. <laughs> We're going to cover a lot, and we may have a part two because it's yes. so riveting. Yes. But I want to know, what does age six years old mean to you? When you say, when you, when you talk about the age of me being six years old, when I look back, there's a picture that comes to mind. And I would have to say my life has expanded through pictures. Um, and the picture that I see at the age of six years old is me having, I, I felt like I had an encounter. Um, and at six years old, I didn't know what that encounter was. I just knew that there was something different. And, and it would often happens what happened when I was alone. And I would go, I would go out on the curve or I would find uh, isolated places for me to sit and hear what I was encountering. Um, and I believe now I know that it was God um, letting me know that there was something different about my life. I didn't understand it then, but now I know that there was an assignment, there was a calling, there was anointing, there was a mantle on my life. Uh, that I was going to eventually become a trailblazer, a pioneer, someone to motivate and inspire others. So now I know that, but at that time, I didn't realize that, but I did know that there was something different about me and that there was something calling me out away from the norm, from the average of a six-year-old child. So I would go alone to myself and hear that voice, 
oftentimes I would walk, even I would go and find a church and I would just sit. It seemed like they had that door open for me and I would sit on their doorstep because there was a voice, there was a sound that I kept hearing at the age of six years old. Now I know that it was God telling me that there's something different about you and I've called you out of the norm, of the average, the basic. And now I'm here, I understand that I'm called to do something great. Wow. At six years old, I was eating clay though. (laughs) (laughs) So that's that's powerful. (laughs) Yes. So knowing all of that at six years old, Mm -hmm. I want to jump a few years later mm-hmm. at eight years old. At eight years old. So, and eight, you know, I often say that eight years old is the golden, that's the golden year. That's the golden age. That's the golden age for me. At the age of eight years old, I knew exactly what I was going to be doing as an adult. What was that, coach? That was, I had, I was going to play professional basketball. I was going to be a motivational speaker. I was going to build a dream center. And I was going to travel around the world. They didn't have a women's sports program, so I tried out for the boys' team. I became the first female to play on the boys' team in elementary and middle school because I had that dream. And this was a dream to me. It was a, I, I saw, I literally saw myself. I can't, I, I remember in the third grade and I was bullied. It was, it was almost like every day I would go to school and I would anticipate. I knew somebody was going to pull my hair. I knew somebody was going to talk about me. I knew somebody was going to call me a name. I knew somebody was going to push me in the back. I, I, you know, I knew that was going to happen. So, but I remember this particular time where I was actually, I can't say I was looking out the window this time. I was gazing out the window. Mm. And as I was gazing, I was eight years old. And as I was gazing out the window, I saw myself. I had never been on an airplane before. And at eight years old, the only place that we had ever really traveled was maybe down south, you know, or whatever. Um, but I was gazing out the window and I saw myself traveling around the world playing professional basketball. They didn't have women's sports at all at that time. But this was about the dream. So I had a picture of that. I had, I, and I can imagine myself doing that. So I imagine myself traveling around the world playing professional basketball. And in and, and middle school, I was a motivational speaker. I motivated. Uh, they asked me to come to events and speak mm-hmm. as a motivational speaker in middle school. I also started a, a, a youth program in middle school. So I knew that I was going to be working with young people. That was another one of the, the visions that I saw. I knew I was mm-hmm. going to be working with young people. I started doing that in middle school. And then now here, sitting with you, we have this vision of uh, uh, building the sports complex and, 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 of course, God, when he gives you a vision, he also gives you provision. So he, he, part, he, he puts you with other people to, to bring the resources or to bring whatever is necessary to make these, this dream happen. Right. So that's amazing. So having those two key moments mm-hmm. early on in your life, mm-hmm. what did that make you? What did that make me? What did that make you? Um, wow. That, that's, that's a deep question. I would have to say that that made me uh, a person of purpose. Mm. I would have to say that made me a person of um, passion. 
-hmm. In other words, everything I do, I have to be able to do it with passion. So, and, and it made me a person of, of being intentional in everything that I did. Right. But it also gave, gave me an understanding of a commitment of integrity. Mm. So, so and, and, and if, you know, it was, I was skilled at a lot of things, but I didn't commit myself to a lot of things. I committed myself to whatever that vision was that God had gave me. Right. So I live a life of integrity. In other words, everything that's in my, that's in my life that I do is based upon the dream and the vision. So, and that's, that makes me a person of, of empowerment. In other words, I'm empowered to mm -hmm. do what I've been called and chosen to do. And I commit to that and I stick with it. That's great. <clears throat> so you know your path. Yes. You're on your path. Mm -hmm. The path is a round ball, as mm -hmm. you guys call it. Yep, round ball. <laughs> <laughs> you're on the round ball path. Yeah. Italy. Yes. Tell us about Italy. Yeah. So Italy came about, like I said, when I was, when I was eight years old, I actually saw myself traveling around the world. When I got in high school, uh, I, I was in a, 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 a class that talked about, you know, um, the, all the, you know, talked about the world, right? So I sit there and I said, wow, why should I sit here and listen, about, listen to other countries, <laughs> listen about other countries? I'll never go there, you know. This is what I was saying in high school. Uh, so when I, you know, uh, tried out for the Olympics, uh, became the first female out of Flint to try out for the Olympics, I made the final cut in 1980. Mm -hmm. They boycotted uh, and now, as I was down there, they had 200 and about 250 kids, the students, the players that they were going to choose only 15 players out of those 280. And I was 250. I was one of those 15 out of 250. I, I wanted to strive for greatness. I didn't settle for any less, anything less than my best. So I worked out six hours a day on my game. I worked out six hours a day on my game during the summertime. And so... When I got to uh, um, this, see, this, this is what gets me excited because when I got to Kentucky State University and the, the coach came and told me, she said, uh, I want you to go try out for the Olympics. I was so excited. You know, I said, wow, try out for the Olympics? She came back two weeks later. She said she changed her mind. So that I'm a woman of destiny. It's nothing. I'm a woman of destiny. So Say it again, coach. I said, I'm a woman of, a woman <laughs> of destiny, right? So she came back. She said two weeks later, she said, no, I changed my mind. So you know what I said? I said, well, she don't hold the key to my destiny. She don't make no decisions on, 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 on where I'm going to arrive at, right? So I called my dad. I said, hey, Dad, I need to go down to Colorado Springs, Colorado, you know, try it for the Olympics. He sent me down there. I was by myself. I was by myself. A coach came to me. Now, see, I didn't know. I didn't have, I didn't have a clue of what was going on as far as who was there, the coaches that were there, the trainers there, I didn't know. I was focused on what I went there for to make this team. And she came to me, she said, I want to talk to you for a minute. So she brought me in her room, you know, and uh, she said, I, I got one thing I want to ask you. Guess what she said? Mm. What's your dream? I said, I want to play professional basketball. <laughs> as simple as that is. She said, in two weeks, I'm going to call you. She called me back in two weeks. She said, they're gonna, they want you to come down and try out for St. Louis. Do you know they had just started the WBL? They had just started the WBL. They didn't have a women's professional basketball team. They didn't have a women's sports program, you know, prior to years prior. Wow. Now, out of all of these 200 and something 
players, out of all of these thousands of players that's across the country and in Canada, 15 Americans, she called me. So she said they want 15 Americans to go to Europe to play in the European League. This will be the first time this has ever happened. Um, my final word, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I would love for you to expand on, mm-hmm. is dream. And yes. I just want to say, since I've met you, I don't think I've used the word dream as much as I have. Right. <laughs> no, it's like I use it maybe about 30 times a day now. Yeah. Because yeah. it is so important to dream. Yes. yes. And, you know, I still have dreams yeah. of accomplishing things. Yes. Some of them I may accomplish, some of them I won't, but I still dream. Yes. And I see you with the youth here and you always encourage them to be passionate and dream. Yes. Yes. I'm going to say the word dream to you. Yes. And then you can kind of share yeah. what it means to you. I want to be that person that stand on top of that mountain. I had a vision one time of being on top of a mountain. I want to be uh, that person on top of that mountain where I speak to the to the, the struggles and I speak to the turmoil or I speak to all of what people are going through and I tell that storm to peace be still. And when I tell that storm to peace be still, then people will come in and say, what is it that I need to do to accomplish my goals and accomplish my dreams? That's me. That's me. That's Coach. That's me. That's Coach, you guys. (laughs) Well, thank you, Coach. Thank you for uh, letting me uh, steal your show for a little bit. (laughs) I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to speak because that's something that I love to do. Uh, It really takes me on a high when I speak and I'm able to Uh, expound on the things that I've accomplished, but most of all, to be able to inspire people through my voice and to empower them to dream, but not just dream, dream dream big. big.